0: Hello and welcome to Motivational Moments with Coach V. Join me for a word to empower you, a word to motivate you, a word to ignite the purpose within you to live your best life. Stay tuned for Motivational Moments with Coach V. hello 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 hey everyone welcome 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 to motivational moments with coach v so excited to be with you all today I am as much as I'm excited to be with you all I am equally excited that I have another guest with me on today um he's probably got some nicknames call him Q. (laughs) Q. I'll call him Q. I met this phenomenal young man at Ramey Chevrolet in Princeton. No shout out, but that's just what it is. Um, You know, go see him and the guy in the tie just because those are the guys. Those are the guys that you want to see. But I'm grateful to have Q with me here today. Um, Q caught my attention when I first started my assignment at Ramey. I watched him. I listened to him. Y'all, he got a he got a wonderful voice. The boy can sing. Can I just tell you that? The boy can sing. He'll sit there and serenade us all day long if he in the mood. But today, <laughs> today he's here with me and we're going to talk about from the man's perspective, a reality check, a reality check. Now I can say for me, you all may know or may not know. In my journey of becoming, I've released now 10 books. And my first book was, um, you know, A Journey of Empowerment, My Reality Revealed, where I shared some encounters in my life that got my attention. I shared some ups, some downs, some in-betweens, but some things that really helped me to embrace my truth. And what I'm learning as I continue as a counselor and coach for many people, sometimes it's more challenging for men to really take hold of what's really going on. They'll push it off. They'll push it under. They'll, they'll deflect. They'll do all kinds of things. So we're going to talk about it a little bit. Q, thank you so much for being with me today. No problem. No problem. Thank you, Franny. <clears throat> Excuse me, y'all. So Q, um, from a man from a man's perspective, what do you think are some of the challenges for men as they are embracing, deflecting, having issues in their lives for you? What are some of the things that you feel hold men back from just saying this is it?
1: I think the one thing is mainly just pride. Mm. I, don't, I don't think it's, I, I, for me, it's not something that I like to, to do is just to be like, I'm having this problem or, or just putting it out there. It's, it's just something that, something about me that I just want to keep it all in I don't know. How, maybe it's pride. I'm not sure.
0: but I think pride is definitely a factor, um, and not just you, but men in general. I don't know any man that wants to hear you were wrong. <laughs> right. right. I, I don't know any man that that wants to hear maybe it's your fault. Maybe, you know, this is... Men just don't want to hear... The negative of anything, they want to feel like they're in control. They have the answers. And whenever something comes to challenge that maleness in them,
1: you all have a tendency to withdraw. Right. Yeah, I, I, think, I think you're right. I think there's a feeling of, of always wanting to, to be right and, and knowing what's best. Even though sometimes we, we we, may know that what we think is best may not be best, we sometimes don't want to admit it.
0: So. Now,
1: that right there,
0: son, that's powerful. <laughs> that right there is a powerful piece. Um, we were just sharing on last night about how sometimes we can get this gut feeling Or we'll say that crazy thing. Oh, that ain't nothing but the devil. We'll say that. That ain't nothing but the devil. But we keep on going. (laughs) We keep right on going. We know that what we're doing is not right, doesn't feel right. We're sometimes forcing ourselves into these situations that are just not right. And instead of us taking the warning signs, We keep moving forward in it until we get to the place that we can't do it anymore. And then we find ourselves with regret. Right. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, Lord, have mercy right there. Lord, help us right there. (laughs) Lord, help us right there. Um, I think it might be, too, that we've been conditioned that we're supposed to get whatever we want by any means necessary. How often have you heard that? Or, you know, somebody will say, well, if you want it bad enough, you just keep going after it. Sometimes right. we want things, and I've seen men want things so bad that are bad for them, and they keep pushing. Right. What's that about?
1: Um, <laughs> what's really what's that about? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's uh, I don't know if it's, just um sometimes we are oblivious to to the fact that it's it's something that's not right for us or or i'm not 100 percent sure it's just once you once you have your mind set on something and, and doing something it's hard hard to kind of kind of get away from it or let it go um in some instances i, I think um i don't know it's
0: let me Definitely th- something to think about. <laughs> Definitely something to think about. But you know, I've I've worked with um, a a a kingdom leader, and he wrote this book called "The Father's Wound." And in that book, you know, he shares a lot of different instances about the absence of fathers. And in our society, there's a lot of absent fathers, and it's not all situations, but there's sometimes when an absent father can affect a man negatively, especially when it comes to pursuing the things that they desire or not knowing when to give in. It's sometimes like they have to prove a point. Have you ever seen anybody in that situation? <clears throat> to know that, you know, they were like, I ain't going to be like my daddy. I, I got to prove a point.
1: Oh, absolutely. I I think um, that's been the case for myself in some instances. Um, I, I didn't always have my father around, and uh, there was a void there for me as well. And when I found out that I was going to be a father that was my biggest motivation was that I was not going to allow my children to feel the way that I felt, Mm. um, by not having my father around. Um, so like I say, it's, it's kind of been a blessing and a curse. Um, I think it's helped me to, to be the best that I can be for my kids. But also there's, like I say, there's still a void there. Um,
0: I get that. Um my sister and I wrote a book entitled I Am His Daughter, and we talk about <clears throat> how the lack of our biological father affected me. I talk a little bit more because you know for us our reality is that our dad had two different families twelve minutes apart. <laughs> You know, that was our reality. And to watch my siblings who one is five months older than me to watch the interactions they had with my father versus what my sister and I had, um, to, to watch him express his love. However, he defined it to them versus not knowing my birthday. I never saw him at Christmas, maybe one year out of my, my childhood. Um, not having that that father figure definitely was a reality check for me because I wanted to make sure that I didn't have a man in my life that was like my daddy. Right. He right. was <laughs> like, ah, mm-mm, no, you're too much like him. I can't do that because yeah, right. some, somebody's not going to make it. Somebody's going to be in the ground and somebody's going to be behind bars and I'm not going right. in the ground. Um but those are some things that, you know, as we are becoming and finding our truth and finding our purpose and finding those things that truly motivate us to be, one thing we have to do is really look within and find out if there are, in fact, some voids in our lives that need to be healed. I mean, that that whole father situation, that runs deep for so many people. And you know, I get it. I I get it, man. I get it. You know, I had challenges with my mom and my dad and I had to, I had to go through that, you know, to the point that I said, I'm going to be with my daughters different than my mother was with me. Um, you know, just things of that nature, because the reality is our environment generally plays a big role in how we live out our lives today. Our, our environment as a child, a, a young teen, our early adulthood, whatever environment we were in, it shaped us in the way that we actually embrace the truth of what's going on in our lives and how we're supposed to manage it.
1: Right. Absolutely. Mm,
0: mm, mm, mm. So as a black male, with the young men that you encounter, um, Like, we've got such a diverse group uh, at the dealership, and they talk about everything from this, that, and the third. Some of it makes sense, some of it doesn't. Um, But I can identify that with many of them, they've not embraced their reality either. Can I say that? I just did. Didn't I just say that? Some of them have challenges with, that's just a counselor in me. So that's just what that is. But many of them have not come to terms with their reality. And it's, they, they, they want to come across as I'm the big bad one. I'm the boss. I'm in charge. I'm this and I'm that. But really they little boys who got bullied. And now they feel like because they did something that they demand. Sit down somewhere. Be quiet. Go somewhere and sit down be quiet. That's what I feel like saying. I don't say it, but that's what i be feeling like. Please go, go, go in your, you know, I watch him have temper tantrums. These grown men that have temper tantrums that really don't want to embrace the fact that something is disconnected in their lives and they've not been able to function accepting their reality And it's affecting their day-to-day lives. And not only does it affect them, but when we are off-center, when we're out of alignment, it also affects those that are closest to us. Great. Can your little girl tell when you come home and you've not had a good day?
1: Oh, yes. Absolutely. (laughs)
0: Absolutely. How does she know it?
1: She can tell when I'm off because she is... She is one of those that is, um, she's a little grown for her age. So she can always tell when daddy's had a tough day. So she's, she's very talkative and, uh, and she'll ask like, daddy, are you okay? So, and then I tell her daddy's had a tough day. So, so she'll, she'll always know. Uh, It's just, I don't know. It's something about her that. My son, QJ,' is one of those that is just like whatever happens happens, go with the flow, but Gianna's one, she's more she's more interactive. she wants to know what's she's going attentive on and
0: mm-hmm. how you're
1: feeling so.-. Mm-hmm.
0: But knowing that, when you aren't embracing the truth of your reality and you're going home and your children are having to now experience, daddy had a, a not so- good day. Now, how am I supposed to navigate what I do around him to make it better? Right. I think sometimes we forget about those that we're connected with. Um, Mm -hmm. I was laughing because I was talking to um, someone at the dealership. And, of course, Benny was beside me. And they were saying, well, yeah, Benny did da-da-da-da-da. And I said, yeah, but whenever that happens, he comes home and I have to hear it. Mm -hmm. You know, good day, I hear it, bad day, I hear it, any kind of day, I hear it. Why? Because I'm connected to him. So whatever his reality is, it also becomes my reality. So then I have to retool everything to make sure that either I'm going to shut it down or I'm going to help him navigate it. But whatever it is, it's not just affecting him, it's affecting me. Correct. And that's why I really want to have this conversation because, men, I need you all to know that when you're going through, it's not just you that's going through. It's you and everybody that's connected to you. You hear me? (laughs) And I'm not picking on you. I don't want you to take the brunt of what the brothers are doing. I just want us to to be able to really dialogue to help men understand that there are going to be times when life is not going to be everything that you desire. There are going to be times when you've decided, I'm going to take this route. I'm going to do this thing. And for whatever reason, it doesn't work out. I want to encourage you as Coach V, don't stop. Just look at your plan. Look at the situation that you're going through at that particular moment, and get get out of it what you've gotten, retool it, and then move forward. I just released a, an article in a magazine. It went public yesterday, and it was it was um, refocus and rebound. Refocus and rebound. I think that when we as a people and men, especially when you all go through situations, you don't take the time to refocus. Right. You don't take time to get it together. You just want to get the rebound and go. But if you know, like I know when it comes to basketball, if you're on offense and you get a rebound, once you refocus ultimately the goal is to go score again you got the offensive rebound shoot the ball or set the play up so you can score if you're on the defensive side if you get a rebound then the thing is now let me focus so that the other team doesn't get the ball back let me keep the ball in our hands let's go to the other end of the court and score and I think for men, sometimes you all just rebound and take off, but you don't refocus on what you need to do differently than what you've already done. Right. You agree with me? I do. Absolutely.
1: <laughs> absolutely. Uh, from, from, just from my experiences in life, so I can absolutely agree with, with you. So what would you recommend
0: to a brother who might be listening today? You know, how would you help them navigate challenges that may be in their lives and and encourage them to get to a place of actually accepting your reality and being willing to make the necessary change to refocus and move forward?
1: the biggest part of that is, um, really figuring out. I know we all have different challenges and and different goals and and different things that we want to do in life, but uh, I think we all need to just figure out exactly what and, and who we're doing it for. Um, and I think that will help us to be, I think because for me, um, I spent so much time focusing on on everybody else and making sure that everybody else was good that when it came time for for me, I didn't know how to do it. I didn't know what I wanted. I didn't know what I liked. I didn't know what I needed. And I think it took me a while to figure out who and what I was doing it for. Um, I always said, I do it for my kids. I do it for my kids, but um, I was never doing it for me. Mm-hmm. I think now I've sorta of, sort of figured out a balance and uh it's it's helped. I'm still not where I, I wanna be or need to be, but I think it's helped. Um and like I say, I've I've got a lot to learn myself, so. hmm That's that's
0: good. I asked Benny that question this morning. Babe, what's your why for doing what you're doing right now? What's your why? And he gave me an answer, and I was like, oh, okay. But I think that you're you're absolutely right. Many men don't necessarily understand their why, especially if they're a husband or a father. And I've also seen it in those young men who are raised by a single mom, and they want... Oh, that's another whole topic. But <laughs> But sometimes I see those young men devote so much time to taking care of their mom that they forget that it was mama's job to raise you and then you go out and live your life, but somewhere embedded in their head, well, my mama did this, now I got to do that for her. Right. I don't know where we got that from, but I, I'm, I'm an advocate to drop that. Love your parents, respect them and honor them. Do all those things. But when taking care of your mama when you grown becomes a priority I, and, and they well, I'm saying it's something different if they can't function, but if they well and able to do and they become the priority that's going to get in the way. Oh
1: yeah.
0: That's, Absolutely. <laughs> that's, Absolutely. that's just coaching. <laughs> that's going to get in the way of a lot of things. It's going to get in the way of a lot of things. I know I tell couples when I married them You know, and and I I say to the people that are present, you know, and this was pre-COVID, of course, but I, I always ask, like, for those of you who are here today to witness this union between this man and woman, because you're here, you must be important to them. But this is what I'm going to share with you. If the husband comes to you and wants to talk about his wife, send him back to his wife. If the wife comes to you and wants to talk to you about her husband, send her back to her husband. If they run to you, mama, if they run to you, daddy, send them back to their spouse and y'all stay out of it. Man, you can imagine some of the looks I get from people. I know she didn't just say that. Yes, I did. Because sometimes we allow people to get into our relationships that taint our reality. I know that's another whole conversation, but those are some of the things I see happen in men who really want to be men. But they're men that have not embraced their reality. They've not accepted their truth. They've taken on characteristics and traits based on what somebody else desired for them instead of embracing the truth that was put inside of them from the foundation of the world. Coach B can talk, can you tell? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's good
0: stuff. Oh gosh, 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 gosh. Men, Q, it really is my desire. I you know, back in 2016 when I started working with men's basketball at Bluefield College, and you know, have seen some great young men come through that basketball program with Coach Morgan um some that have held on to me and I've held on to them you know from the 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 beginning years uh to see them transition and to be able to help them navigate their path of becoming men um to know what's best and to deal with the challenges that they've faced is super empowering and and so men I say to you this when you get in that place in that space when you're not certain what to do, don't bottle it up. Don't act like it's not present. Face your reality. Face what it is. Find out the why behind the feeling. Um I I talk to people a lot about emotional intelligence and one of the things that you have to do is become aware, self-aware of the emotion that you're feeling. I'm feeling a certain way, but why am I feeling that way? Now, what am I supposed to do with what I'm feeling? I see in men, a lot of times they'll feel a certain kind of way and then they'll be like, no, nah, I ain't even going, I ain't even going, I ain't going to feed into that. I'm going to let it go and never even deal with the emotion. <clears throat> and it does, It does damage. It does damage. It does damage. But it's time for a reality check. Would you agree, Q? Absolutely. It's time for some men to go ahead and get a reality check. You're right. Start dealing with what's going right in your life. Deal with what's going wrong in your life. And figure out where you really fit into that. Sometimes what you're experiencing in your life is not even your fault. Sometimes you've taken on situations that really belong to other people. Yeah. am I preaching? Absolutely. I'm preaching right there. <laughs> you, you you felt that <laughs> you. I can tell you <laughs> You felt that right there, but but often we get ourselves in situations, and it's not us it's not even ours. We're taking on ownership. Of stuff that other people need to be handling for themselves. So I want to say to you, my brothers, it's okay to say no. In embracing your truth and facing your reality and coming to terms with who you are, what you want to be, fulfilling purpose in life, it's okay to tell somebody no. Q, you shaking your head right there, like what?
1: Sometimes, sometimes you need to. Um, I didn't, I didn't realize that until here recently. But sometimes you have to say no because you just do. It's, 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 it's going to be the thing that saves. It's going to save your feelings. And it's going to save others' feelings. It's going. It it helps to say no, and to stop it before it starts.
0: Woo! Now that right there gonna help somebody. Some brother gonna hear that and be like, mm. "Man, yeah, man, yeah." Right, <laughs> you sir, you right with that one right there, yeah. There's no weakness no. in no. That's what I want you to understand, because you know. Again, you all, the, the strong, wise, alpha male, you got the power, you got the answers, and then you have to say no. Right. And they'd be like, you said no? Did did you tell me no? And Lord have mercy, don't deal with a woman like I was back in the day. Because if you told me no, I would be like, Beyonce, oh, you must not know about me. Because I can get another <laughs> you in a minute. Tell me no, I'll get another you in a minute. Well, boo, if that what you feel like you need to do, bye-bye. Right. Bye-bye. Get going. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Woo! That's something. That's, right. That's something. That's something. I want our men healthy. And, and I am so super proud of you, Q. Um, Thank you. I am so super proud of you. Um, and excited about what you're becoming. I think that You know, your eyes have been open to some truths about you that I believe have fueled you to look at things a little bit differently and to Mm -hmm. activate some things within you a little bit differently to aid you on getting on the path that's been designed for you. Not the one that you subjected yourself to, not the one you settled for, but the one that truly is yours. Right. Mm hmm. Wow. This has been good listeners. Hey, I'm excited. I'm super excited. I, this conversation has blessed me and I pray that it has blessed you. I hope that it has motivated you men to know that you can do things a little bit differently. You can go ahead and and grab the reins. Not that you have to be in control but you do have to be in control of what you're feeling and how you're experiencing your moments. Men, I don't want you to feel like you have to get circled in. You don't have to get, um, squeezed in, know that you are a priority. And when you become a priority to you, other people will treat you differently. Know that you can exercise the power of no. Absolutely, You can say no. And if somebody feels differently about you because you exercise the right to say no, then that might be an indication that that person might need to exit your circle anyway. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Q, thank you for taking time out to talk with me today on Motivational Moments with Coach B. Listeners, we'll be back soon with another conversation. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today on Motivational Moments with Coach V. To learn more about my services and products, please visit my website at www.empowermed.com empowermev.com. dot com. Thanks again. Have an empowered day.